This episode of Long Story Short is brought to you by V8. What I love about V8 is, first of all, the taste. It tastes delicious. It's a perfect on-the-go snack. It's only 30 calories. V8 has one full serving of vegetables in every five and a half ounce can with no added sugar and only 30 calories. Perfect for me and my daily on-the-go routine. And also, it's just a great after-workout snack. It's full of electrolytes. I make a killer gazpacho with it. And, and I didn't even know that it's so high in potassium. It has as much potassium as a small banana, which is really great. And now, here's the newest episode. Iconic makeup artist. Beauty industry revolutionary. Entrepreneur. Bobby Brown is all these things and so much more. Throughout her career, she has crossed paths with some of the most accomplished people at the top of their field. These conversations are a look into their inspiring lives because everyone has a story. This is Long Story Short with Bobby Brown. Jillian Michaels is one of the world's leading fitness experts. She has dominated the health and wellness space with hit television shows, highly successful fitness DVDs, and the foremost exercise streaming platform, fitfusion.com. She has also written eight New York Times bestselling books, hosted an award-winning podcast, and is sought after as a public speaker. When I first met Jillian Michaels, it was at a power walk in New York City, and I was pretty amazed how little she was. You know, on TV, everyone looks so much taller, but she is in amazing shape, and I am so honored that she showed me her abs. Please welcome Jillian Michaels. I can't do three kids, let alone yeah. three boys. <laughs> Two or three, there was not much difference. Bullshit. Oh, no, there's not. Bullshit. There's not. Because the difference between one and two is like, yeah. is like a, a, you know, one is laughing in the face of parenthood. Two is like a Japanese horror movie. Oh, no, but three, it doesn't matter. Dude. See, I love it. And I always had foreign exchange students and nephews yeah. live with me. Oh, no, I'm like oh my a God, nut. You're, you're a, I'm a you're, nut. You deserve an award. Yeah. yeah no. You, you are like a saint, a goddess. And married 30 years on top of it. Okay, guys, we're okay ready, let's go. Wow. Yeah. And so, a crazy Successful businesswoman. Yeah. No, it's been fun. Jesus. I'm so happy to see you. Oh, thanks for having me. I've actually only met you once. At the the uh, Dress for Success. No, it was Dress for Success Power Walk. That's it. Okay. One one Saturday morning. It was the only reason I came in to do the Power Walk, I have to be honest, was to meet you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been a big fan for a long time. Oh, well, it's mutual. Yeah. So, and those abs. Do you still have those abs? I mean, I do. They're. Oh my! Come on. (laughs) Oh come on. That's so beautiful. They've been eating a lot of carbs and alcohol last couple days. Oh well, it it works, and and we're gonna find out what works. But um, I just want to know a lot of things about you. I've read so much, and so many people have. But I want to start at the beginning. Where are you from? Uh, I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. Actually, never never got out. Brothers, sisters? Um, I have two millennial siblings that are half. Okay. So much younger, right? One's 29 and one is 25. Okay. But you um, grew up as an only kid. I was an only child till I was about okay. 15 and a half. Okay. Yeah. And your parents, what kind? Of, what did they do? Um, well, my dad was an attorney and my mom is, uh, she has her PhD in psychoanalysis, ah. which should say it all, I guess, right there. <laughs> And it's what like, were well, over? Uh, All makes sense now. <laughs> and what were you like as a kid? How awful is this? I don't remember. Well, in front of your own child, so you uh, better be. Careful I know, what you say. right? Like, yeah. I and I think about that with my kids. Like, I honestly, I'm like, 
did I do this? Was I like this? <sighs> like, I don't remember. I, I know that I didn't sleep well. Uh-huh. Like I used to have a lot of like night yeah. issues. Um, but I, I don't remember. Like, were you a troublemaker or you were a good, a good girl? I was pretty much a you were. relatively good kid. Okay. Yeah. Like I, didn't get myself like I had a tough time after my parents' divorce where mm-hmm. I was like pretty angry, going through a lot. How old were you? Thirteen. Okay. Um, like yeah, twelve started like twelve and a half. Um that part I remember a little bit more. But prior to that Were you into sports? I was overweight as a kid. Um I mean, you talk about that a lot. I was yeah. I was a chubby kid too, but how I was I was like thirty pounds, probably heavier. Yeah, but you and I are very little. Yeah, so thirty pounds well, on you're us way is, taller than it, I am. Is it? I'm five. I'm five foot. I know you're five, five two. Three-ish. Five three. Okay. Way taller. I love. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I'm five and a quarter actually. <laughs> right. At yeah. our height, like every yeah. centimeter counts. Yeah. Um, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, on you us. know. It was, yeah. So I was at my heaviest. I was probably 170. Wow. But I do think yeah, I was probably averaged 30 pounds or so heavier than I am now. But that's like going from a zero two to a ten twelve. Right. You know. And do you ever shake that? I wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, I look back on my background and even now, right? I was overweight, bad skin, braces, huge nose that my mom actually helped me get fixed <laughs> when I was like 15 and a half, 16. Um, gay, didn't know it. And again, even now, like half Jew, half Arab. Gay female. Oh my god, you hit all the boxes. I'm like you could have gone to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I but it's made wow. me like very like I think empathetic. Not uh-huh. sympathetic. Yeah. Like I'm never yeah, gonna yeah, tell yeah. you like, oh, just do the bare minimum. Oh, poor you. Right. But I I appreciate the underdog. Mm-hmm. Um and that's become a huge part of who I am. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. No, it's, it's, I get it. No, it's so cool. And I get it. So you became, so how did you lose the weight at, when you were a kid? Well, I got, my mom got me into martial arts when I was like 12. So it was a process, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, it wasn't about weight loss. It was about a place to belong because right. I was viciously bullied as a kid. Um, I, as I mentioned, I was overweight and struggling with issues I didn't even know I had, uh, or didn't couldn't put a finger on what mm, it was that I yeah. was dealing with, um, and so I began in martial arts, and it started out as just a safe place with people that were accepting that I admired and wanted to be around. And then over time, my martial arts instructor was like, you know, like I showed up with a bag of Cheetos one day, and he was like, I just I feel like I'm wasting my time here. Like you're just not picking up what I'm laying down. I can't care more than you do. Hmm. And he had a very tough love approach. And it's something that I integrated, I think into my approach. And it was one of empathy, but not sympathy. Um, And again, over time, I think I Hmm. I started to take it more seriously and try to understand nutrition. And um, as I got more, and I don't mean to sound shallow, but as I got more physically attractive, and I got thinner, and I got my nose fixed, and I got my braces off. I was still kind of like an outsider and an outcast, but 
not so much an underdog at that point. Um, and it became this journey of wanting to be my best self. So it was a it was a process. And and did you do it smartly? Because when I was oh, no. when I was oh, young, no. my mother took me to the doctor and got me diet pills. And then my the pharmacist just kept refilling them. So I got down to you know oh. ninety five pounds, oh, and yeah. I fainted in the dressmakers. Jesus, yeah, I looked great though. But You're, okay, yeah, the agile speed. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, no. And in fact, such a huge part of my career is that you know I do what I do for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, like this the whole keto debate and well, it's like, so funny you say that. I, I know I jump like, ahead, but like no, 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 because I made a list. I have to ask you these yeah, and questions, I, and, I, and I will address all yeah. of it. Um, which I'm so glad you yeah. did. Uh, but like, there's been a whole keto debate, and for some reason, it's as though you attack someone's religion, which is weird because that's subjective and this is science. But different conversation, people will send me like. I'll say, what are you guys doing this weekend? And then haters will be like, I'm having bacon and eggs. And I just think to myself, like, like, why would you think I care? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, uh-huh. good for you. Like, I do what I do for me. Mm-hmm. And this has been a journey of researching diet and fitness for years since I was a kid. So, yeah, I did all the wrong things for years and years and years. Um which is why I believe I can speak to them. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I took stuff I shouldn't, pills I shouldn't have taken, screwed around with all kinds of crap, fat-free, carb-free, all of it. Well, that's what, Cleansing. that was popular then. I mean, and, and the information wasn't readily available, right. nor did I know how to access real information from studies that I could then review with doctors or registered dietitians. Um, and so, again, like it's it's been a very long process. And I'd say I did every fad, every trend, screwed around with every weight. I even wrote about it in my second book. I was like, the good, the bad, the really bad. And there was like the totally worthless with fat mm. burners and supplements and all that. So it's been a very long process. I, I could see like, I don't even know if it's a small book about, you know, what works. Like every <sighs> year it's like almost like you have to write a new book because the Internet is making people crazy. It is. But but you have to. In the new book, funny you mentioned that we, we do talk about why is there so much conflicting information? So whether it's keto or whether it's coffee, right? Half the time they'll say it's good for you and half the time they'll say it's bad for you. It's because, first of all, you've got to question the study, right? Yep. Who's funding the study and why? Chocolate milk is a recovery drink funded by the Dairy Association of America. Right. <laughs> so it's like, all right, if it doesn't pass like the gut check, you should wipe that away from go. With that said, you know, who funded it? What's their agenda? And why? Like, have they been hired by a drug company or big food, big pharma to prove a point? And if so, you really need to question right. that. Now, so keto. Keto. So keto. Okay. So when you look at keto, before, which is really just Atkins reskinned for millennials, but when you when you look at it, you've got a few claims to fame, and this is all that's being presented, right? So it's, oh my God, you lose fat really fast. Like I'm noticing a difference, and you do because you're depriving the body of carbohydrates. So the only source readily available other than yes healthy tissue like muscle and bone which is a different conversation but let's say that wasn't happening we weren't we weren't attacking healthy tissue and we were just using fat for fuel on keto okay so you would lose fat at an accelerated pace now if i have something like type 2 diabetes or polycystic ovarian syndrome which is an insulin related health condition uh, you're going to you're going to see a real quick turnaround on that because 
what happens is when we eat carbohydrates, you've heard, we've heard of the glycemic index, mm -hmm. yeah, obviously. Yeah. So um, how quickly is that food turning into blood sugar? The faster it turns into blood sugar, arguably the worse it is for you, in particular if you're unhealthy, because the pancreas then dumps insulin into the bloodstream to try to get the sugar out. So when we're not consuming carbs, in particular processed carbs is really where this counts, but at all, your, your insulin levels are non-existent. So, okay, you know, it helps to reverse type 2 diabetes quicker-ish, arguably, and maybe something like polycystic ovarian syndrome. And then they've looked at things like epilepsy and can ketones, which are a byproduct of the keto diet, um, which is like, you know, you're in ketosis because your body is releasing ketones. Can ketones help with medical conditions like epilepsy, which is a conversation I'd say an extraordinarily large percentage of our population is not even concerned about. But most people listening want to know, should they try keto? And hell no. Okay, so, so that's a no. So all the benefits mm -hmm. that you can get from keto can be gotten through a balanced diet, right? Of healthy protein, fat, and carbs. So you're saying calories... So calories count when it comes to weight loss or weight management because that's the law of thermodynamics, right? It's energy in, energy out. Notice I said the word law. It's not a theory. It is the, the law of thermodynamics, which means it's, the it's, science. it's inarguable, right? right? It's, we can't, it's calories in, calories out. Calories are units of energy. Energy you consume that doesn't get burned gets stored as fat. End of story. When it comes to health, right? That's where we start getting into food quality. And the side effects of keto are so extensive, so extensive. I mean, how much time do we have? We could, we could go off on how all these saturated fats are shredding the hell out of our telomeres, which are these little caps that protect your DNA and your chromosomes. Uh, we could go on and on about the fact that it creates micronutrient deficiencies unless you're so intense with regard to your fiber intake. It's predominantly plant-based, like you're supplementing okay, like You're crazy. talking over my head right, and okay. probably over Don't do head. it. So no keto. No what, keto. What about it? intermittent fasting? Okay, so here's what's interesting about that one. Because it's really big right now. Yeah, and I want to know, what do you think that means? What do I think that people, what do I think what, it means? What is it? I want to know what, you tell me what It means you, you leave a certain amount of hours not eating and you eat within other hours. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. A lot of people, then you've got the 5-2 diet, right. which goes off of intermittent fasting, which are days where you're consuming 500 calories. Right. And that's starvation. That's mm -hmm. not fasting. Right. So fasting is a period of the day where you're not eating. Now, with that said, we've got 24 hours in a day and- Ironically, this has been around for thousands of years. It has a name. It's called breakfast. Mm -hmm. Otherwise <laughs> right. known as breakfast. breaking your... Thanks. Yeah. So <laughs> there we go. So yeah, you eat during the waking hours of the day. Every three to four hours, breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner to stabilize blood sugar, give you energy. And then while you're sleeping overnight, you create a 12-hour window. If you've got severe health conditions or you really just want to get crazy with it, you could go up to 16 hours. I can't make it past 13 without unraveling. Um, and there are people that get into like healthy fats to like cheat it. But, but do you think people should try it? I would say we already do. Just extend the period a little longer. It's and just, and just, is that a benefit to weight loss? Weight loss? No. Okay. Longevity, yes. Okay. So here's why. Wait, remember, weight loss is calories in, calories out. So it doesn't matter when you're consuming the calories. However, when we don't eat, you have a body process called autophagy. 
And what that means is that your body is culling dead and senescent cells and tissue. Housekeeping, right? This is a great thing. When we eat too much or we eat too often, your nutrient sensing pathways, this is part of your metabolism and the way your metabolism functions, say like, all right, we've got a lot of fuel, a lot of food, we're eating really consistently, and it kind of shuts down and inhibits that autophagy process because it's so busy oxidizing all the food you're taking in. Even if you're not overeating, but you're just eating often, very often all the time. So this fasting period allows your body the energy to focus on autophagy, housekeeping. Now, conversely, when you get into diets like 5-2 and 500 calories and the HCG, which basically became 5-2 without the hormones, um, autophagy is out of control. And that's when we start, the body starts attacking healthy tissue, right? Because you're, you're starving. So it's about calorie restriction, which means we don't overeat and we don't undereat. You eat what you burn in a day if you're at a healthy weight and you're trying to maintain. And then you eat on a schedule. And ideally, you'd have a little 12-hour window between dinner tonight and breakfast tomorrow. And it's that simple. And what about celery juicing? That's the newest thing right now. Oh, God. It's always something, right? Right. I it's mean, always something. That's why you're here because you need to tell us I mean, that's bullshit. Just not that it's, it's hard. I, here's what I don't know about celery juicing. Are we advocating only celery juice? Because I got to be honest, I don't even I don't even look into this shit anymore. Right. It's so okay. stupid. So is celery juice good for you? Sure. Whatever. You know, there's like a it's not the best. I mean, you're looking for dark, lean and griefy. The, Wow. Sorry, I've been sleeping that one. But I understood exactly what you said. Leafy. (laughs) Like, you want more color to your food. It's more nutrient dense. I mean, celery is relatively harmless, but like, why would you juice it? It's so much better to eat because then you get the fiber, which is really the top benefit of celery. So, no, I mean, it's pretty much pointless, but it's also harmless unless it's advocating um, that we don't eat Mm -hmm. during that, which is absurd. So, detoxing, right? right? There's Uh no such thing as a juice cleanse. It's a, there's no, what are you cleansing? So the, the way we detox the body is through kidney, liver, spleen, lungs, right? So we're supporting the function of these organs. Not eating is not doing that. And ironically, right, when you're just juicing, you're not giving your body the fiber to help remove the waste from your body because that's what fiber does. It provides a platform for the waste to get it out of you. So you're saying no to juicing. <laughs> If you want to add it in, if if you want to be like, okay, I had a juice for breakfast and it was, you know, you want to juice your veggies so you can get all the nutrients, but you want to eat your fruit. Because you need the fiber. Yeah, you need the fiber. And what about, and what, what is the down low and the skinny on carb? Should, should you be? Okay. So carbs are not created equal, right? There's a massive difference between a piece of white bread and a bowl of quinoa. It's like, I don't even, it's like McDonald's versus grass-fed organic steak by a five-star Michelin chef. Like you can't even compare the two. So complex carbohydrates, carbohydrates in their whole form, vegetables, root vegetables. Oh my God. Things like- Sweet potatoes. (laughs) Sweet potatoes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, Beets, carobs, turnips, potato, all of it is all totally fine. Bananas, Papaya, pineapple has digestive enzymes, antioxidants. But so much sugar in some of those no, sweet fruits. Is that okay? It's natural fruit. Right. And think about it like this. If you're not overeating, it, it's fructose. Like in, if you're not over consuming anything, your body, it's just part of your carbohydrate intake. Your body will use it as fuel. It's not 
white sugar processed and bleached. And when you don't eat things like papaya or pineapple or banana, you're losing like all the digest bromelain, like all those digestive enzymes that keep your body healthy, keep your liver functioning optimally, keep your digestion going that you lose as you get older need to be added in with healthy eating filled with vitamin C and alpha lipoic acid and it's just it's absurd so you'll have more energy to exercise yeah. all right we're going well, to to go about your every everyday life and also when we're talking whole grains beans legumes fruits vegetables your cells are made up of they're called macromolecules right your macronutrients macromolecules macro protein fat carbs nucleic acids that's what your cells are made up of when you're not consuming all three macros, you're starving your cells, literally. The way they replicate, the way they communicate, the way they function, which is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. So when you've got a diet like keto, you're starving your cells. And nobody's looking at that piece of our little puzzle, right? Mm. I lost weight. It's like, but <laughs> but there's a host of other things going on here that you need to worry about. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's 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 talk about exercise okay. and I want to hear what it was like for you when you got the biggest loser. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah. God. You know, blessing and a curse. Yeah. But, yeah. Like everything. But right? that put you on the map. It sure did. It put you on the map. You're not wrong. Um biggest loser uh was exactly that, right? It it gave me um a huge platform to to get out a message of health and wellness and build a brand. Um with that said, you know, unfortunately, it's like that quote, it's like that which nourishes me can also destroy me. And the biggest loser persona um, and elements of the biggest loser itself uh, have cost me, right? Have, have kind of limited how far I could grow, um, which is a bummer. But, you know, you and I were talking about reinvention and changing directions. And like I still do what I do. I'm still mm. I'm still health, fitness, and all of that exists. But it has freed me up to be more of a businesswoman and invest in other lifestyle brands and businesses and change direction in those areas of my life and get more into philanthropy. Because yeah, I never got the talk show that I always wanted, and now it's a dead medium. Well, then there's other ways. Yeah, there's other ways. Right? I mean, I know you've had a podcast. Yeah, you had a very popular early podcast yeah 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 and it gave me that platform right. to communicate with the audience in a very unfiltered way which is so important mm -hmm. which obviously this is why you know yeah. you're here mm -hmm. uh and so it, you know it was the opportunity of a lifetime but there were things about it that i couldn't control and it was so crazy as i wouldn't go back and do anything differently because even though no one knew what the hell i was really doing on the show right i knew what i was doing and I was dealing with individuals who were in a life or death intervention that existed on a ticking clock in a very limited time frame that could be a week, right? In some cases before they got, quote, eliminated, which was not my creation, not right. my doing, yeah. nor did I ever agree with it. So with that said, you need them to have a rock bottom moment where it's more painful for them to be continuing on the way they have than the fear and the work associated with the change. You need them to take responsibility for where they are now, despite the fact that they may likely have been a victim prior in their lives until they take ownership of where they're at. They're fundamentally disempowered to change and you need an accomplishment because the how-to of rebuilding someone's self-worth and self-confidence 
is really about a reality you can buy into by experiencing it. So, oh my God, I ran that sprint at this speed. I never thought I could do it. What else is possible? Or, oh, I did a push up on my hands and feet. I never thought I could do it. What else is possible? And I would do whatever it takes to get them there. And no, not everybody would need the like, a few people did along the way. And of course, that makes good TV and you don't see the reasoning, the logic or anything else that goes on behind it. So would it change anything? No. How many years were you on it? Jesus, long time. Off and on for like 10, 12 years. And when I thought the show became wildly... So we're done with. Yeah, yeah. It was just time to go. Well, we talked off camera. Yeah. You know, I worked at a company that owned my company. And yeah. when it was time to go, it was time it's to time go. It's time to go. And, and I had no say. I had zero control. And I was like, at that point, I was very public about it. I can't condone this. Nor am I capable of profiting off it anymore if I don't condone it. So so I left and I left for good. And the show was done two years later. Right. If and, that. Two and, seasons gone. And I'm sure you've had to figure out how to emotionally deal with your connection to the biggest loser. And you know what? It's it's still how people know you and they don't see all the angst. Like you the think public they don't? no, they do not see all That's the interesting. angst. Interesting, okay. No, no. So it's it's something you have to, you know, no one knows that I was had angst. Yeah. You know, they're just like, You're not there anymore, huh? They have your name, <laughs> huh? I'm not there. Right. Yes. No, yeah. it was a slice of hell towards the end. Yeah. No, I wasn't there anymore. Yeah. I mean it was the lack of control. Mm-hmm. You know, when when that when that one contestant walked out looking like she could fall over and needed to be checked into right. an emergency room. Ugh. By the way, that I that was a contestant I never worked with. She was not my contestant, even though it was like, oh, cut to Bob and Jillian. Like, we didn't train her. That was Dolvet's right. contestant. We had no idea that she looked like that. They didn't tell us. They didn't warn us. They didn't eliminate her. They didn't, ch- like, and... And there we were. Sucks not having control, huh? Z- Sucks. It was, and I and at, and instead of being like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I didn't know. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't say that. It's like you're on the show, you're making money off being on the show, and that's when I, I was like, yeah. I gotta leave. I don't have a choice. For real, for good. And so, um, I want to talk about your book, and I want to talk about what you're doing now, because there's a whole bunch of things. Yeah, you know, your app, your. I think now I could look in the mirror and get you training me. I know, right? I mean, it's like tell me all this stuff. <laughs> Well, look, the world the world has changed so yeah. much, right? So um, now it's all about apps, yeah. and it's like it's no longer about like the TV show, but it's about the digital platforms mm. and podcasts and apps and streaming platforms. So my company has a platform called Fit Fusion, where we have a host of content from some of the top trainers, like Cassie Ho, the Tone It Up Girls, myself, Zuska Light, and you can stream it any place, anytime, anywhere. It's follow along content. Uh, the app in particular, mine, which is called My Fitness, allows me to be your your personal trainer. So you basically show up, and you can pick from like fifteen programs I've already created. Run a five k with me, do yoga with me, do kickboxing with me, lose ten pounds, lose a hundred pounds, train for a year with all these different modalities. Or you can say like, I've got ten minutes, and I need a total body workout. I'm a beginner, and I'll create that workout for you. Uh, meal plans there's like six of them even keto because i had a doctor come in specifically and make it plant-based calorie controlled polyunsaturated monounsaturated fats and we say only do this for 30 days tops if your doctor tells you you need keto this is the only way to do it we can customize everything about your diet based on allergies how many people you're cooking for like you could never do this until now so and you're working with new gatekeepers like apple and google and amazon um so yeah, it's just a very different world. My brand continues, but down those 
new platforms. Um, me as a businesswoman, I'm very interested in other people's brands and other people's companies. So we've been strategic and I say we as my business partner or myself, our company, and we've invested in things like Flywheel and been very successful mm -hmm. or Aqua Hydrate, which is alkaline water, um, or Lucky Jack Cold Brew, which is an organic nitro cold brew coffee. Um, I mean, Thrive Market. And I'm really good at, because this is what I do, predicting trends. Mm -hmm. So like we were in So Delicious Coconut Milk before coconut was hot. Yeah, you were in those ads. You got and, and We invested in the company. And by the way, that's why I used to buy that coconut milk. You and know, it, it sold I'm, for $80 million. Yeah, I, no. I wish we were in it bigger. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but that's like, amazing. I still I still buy the water that Jennifer Aniston promotes. The because smart water, The smart yeah. water. I'm like, okay, I'll buy that water. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it water is a different conversation. Yeah. I, I would say if you're going to buy bottled water. Yeah. Like an alkaline water. I know. <laughs> you know what? No, I do. And how, I put salt in my water. Like sea salt. Doesn't that make it alkaline? So what makes water alkaline? Um, it's a whole, like there's, I honestly, you'd have to get, I'm in this company with Mark yeah. Wahlberg and, and um, Sean Combs, but it's a whole crazy ass filtration process and then adding in like trace, 72 trace minerals. And, and does it really make a difference um, in your body? If you and I were sitting here right now and I could do this test for you because I was like very anti-bottled water mm -hmm. and Mark was like, Jill, you, you got to do that. And I was like, I get it, Mark, but like, bottled water like why don't we get a filter for the tap like that's always been my thing because of the environment and we sat down and we did he started drinking it because he was in the fighter right mm -hmm. and he was it like changed his training so, so he'll, he'll tell you or me so he sets up like i don't know eight different drinks like a soda right like this kind of water that kind of water and you have these little alkalinity drops that you put in the water and depending upon the color it changes to you know how alkaline it is or it isn't and it's it's inarguable, right? So I was like, all right, there's clearly something different with the waters all the way up to the soda. Let me let me try it. And so I did it for like a month. He's like, you got to do it for a month. You got to be consistent. You got to drink this much water, whatever. So I end up, you know, doing it for a month. And maybe it's because I drank the water consistently, but like I did look better. I did feel better. I did have more energy. And because it does have the electrolytes and the trace minerals, even if you have the argument about alkalinity, you can't get away from the fact that like the electrolytes and the minerals are good for you overall. And it is the highest pH balance of all the waters, which is another reason I was like, but why not this? Why not core? How come not ascent? Like what's different? Because it took me a real a minute before I put money into it because water is a saturated category and plastic bottles is tough. It's not like they wrote me a check. I wrote them a check. Um, so, you know, that's, that's my take on it. I, okay. and again, like I'm partial cause I invested in it. So, you know, oh, I wouldn't had I not believed in it. Well, it's good to be transparent. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. Good to be transparent. I mean, I'm very careful about what I put money into. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and then now I'm also very interested in young up and coming talent in my space. Um, so something that we're hoping to do with Fit Fusion, which is the streaming platform in the future is find young talent and give them a platform where they're coming off of Instagram because these kids, you've got to like, when I got in the business, the entry point was tiny, right? Mm. But once you got on the field, it was wide open. 
Now the entry point is massive. Anybody can get on the field, but differentiating yourself amongst all the players is very hard to do. And I think I'm very good at that because I have the ability to say like, this kid not only has the personality, the ability to teach, the aesthetic, they're well-trained and educated. They've got all the benchmarks and we already see their pinging and the social engagement looks real and giving them a platform where you can kind of anoint the next generation and have these quote collabs because that's really what longevity is about. It's about collaboration, not competition. No, I, I agree. And plus they look better on HDTV than we do. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Speak for yourself. Look at how good I look on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. well, I'm wrong. older than you are. I'm way. Please, I am. How old? I'm Sixty-one. <gasps> are yeah. you really? Yeah. Look, like you're doing yeah. something right. And I don't shoot anything in my face. You are doing something yeah. right. Yeah. Jesus. What? I don't. Sorry. And I don't she mind. Doesn't. I don't. I don't. And I don't mind lines though. I don't. I'm really weird. I don't mind lines. I don't like sagging skin, but I don't. I don't mind lines. Really? Yeah. I don't love them. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. But guess what? We're gonna get them. You're gonna, I mean, so you might as well love them or you're going to look like a basketball. I, yeah. I, I think for me, I find that I look very, I'm very animated mm -hmm. and I have a super intense personality. Yeah. And so the little scowl like forehead like this here, that part I am like, that's intense on me. Yeah. I, and Even I, when I'm not pissed, I right. look pissed. Well, I've tried, <laughs> I've tried Botox in my, in my life and it never worked for me. It just, I, I just, it like smushed my head down. I had an eye droop. It was oh, bad. Yeah, it didn't look good. Too, yeah. And no. I just didn't, f I even look back at pictures. I'm like, I don't feel like me. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you get too much Botox and all those women are like, you can't, you know, their forehead's like falling. So you got <laughs> So you got to be careful. <laughs> You got to yeah. be very careful. Yeah. And by the way, that is not any sort of answer to longevity and anti-aging. Right. It's pure vanity. And like, I'm for it to a degree that it's not unhealthy. Right. Right. Well, my sister, who's my best friend, and she's a health coach and a Pilates instructor, massage therapist who didn't vaccinate her kids. She doesn't believe in it. She gets Botox. I'm like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Linda. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> but it's the truth. Linda's on blast. <laughs> Linda. Yeah, but Sorry, it's you know Linda. it's time to tell the truth. So let's talk about your book because this is so cool. It's actually a book about aging. Yeah. Um, but and uh, beauty. I just love that you added beauty to your well, realm because beauty is relative, right? Yeah. Beauty isn't about um, looking like somebody else. Beauty isn't about not accepting mm -hmm. you know, how we age. But it, in my opinion, it is about being the best version of yourself and wanting to be and having that be mm -hmm. okay. Like, right. why wouldn't I want my skin to be healthy or right. my hair to be healthy or my body to be strong, my bones to be dense, my muscles to be lean and conditioned? I, I'm fine putting that out there. I want that for me. I don't care if somebody else wants that for themselves or not. Again, up to you. For me, I care. And I also care about not getting Alzheimer's, meeting my kids' kids. I'd love to meet my kids' kids' kids. So, so in other words, hurry up. Yeah. I'm not listening. She's <laughs> no, not listening. She's, Start oh, no. dating. Yeah, no. she's like on her iPad uh -huh. all zoned uh -huh. out, multitasking. Uh -huh. Poor thing. I was like, I took her with me on this long trip because I was like, I need yeah. to, I want to be with my kid. But then half the time, poor thing is just on her iPad. And yeah. I was like, this is a parenting fail. What's well, okay. I asked my 28-year-old <laughs> to come up and uh, come, you know, come watch. He's like, nah, and he left. <laughs> uh, I have, I do have one kid that's a strength and conditioning coach. If he was around, he would have come up to meet you. Oh, yeah, cute. yeah. You have three. I have three. Yeah, three. I have three. God, yeah. you're like a hero. Yeah. 
Um, it has been an interesting, an interesting thing, you know. But three. Uh, yeah, three, and I would see. Like, I need a book on how you raised three kids, built a massive brand, and had. How long is your marriage? Thirty. Yeah. 30 how, years. how the hell did you do that? Well, if Nike didn't write the book, just do it. I would have just taken that name and called my book "Just Do It" because I don't know how you do it. You just do it. You just do it. No, yeah. no, I don't believe you. I'm telling if you. If we were to drill down on a 30-year marriage, there's more to it than just do it. Well, A, I got lucky. I'm I'm madly in love with my husband. Drives me out of my fucking mind, but I'm madly in love with him. Okay. And, you know, I don't, I, I, I want to be with him. But what percentage is compromise? What percentage is communication? What percentage is like, that's a, that's a very, like, what percentage is being able to adapt and change and evolve without being defensive and vice versa well, on the other side? Like, you can't say just do it. You're a master. No, no, no. I, well, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I know. I mean, there was major fights. You know, I'm strong, but he's stronger. And he taught me this a long time ago. When we're in a fight, and it's usually about the shit that doesn't matter. That's what it you It always about. is. Yeah. Instead of saying anything, you just say, I'm sorry I upset you. Wow. I started dating again recently uh. after being uh, divorced for a couple years now. And we were, I just was having a fight with somebody over something. And I was like, why are we fighting about this? This is ridiculous. And it, it was ridiculous. And yeah. I was like, I would get it if I ran your dog over with my car or I slept with your best friend. But what the hell are we arguing about right now? And it, it, it was like, it, we kind of had that moment of like pausing. Yeah. And I, and I think we both genuinely like each other. Um, I also think that and it's taken a long time. He's got to accept who I am. We are really different in so many ways. Yeah. You know, like when he says things like, if you just put your keys back where you found oh, them. Oh no. And I say, if I could put my keys back where they're supposed to go, I wouldn't be Bobby Brown. I never could have had a company. Like, I'm not that person. Yeah. I, you know, this is who I am. But that's also, it comes when you get older. I'm telling you, the older you get, the better you get. Yeah, but you were in this marriage at yes. my age. Yes, I was. And I had a You were late... 15 years in that yeah. ish, yeah. ish at my yeah. age. And Maybe I had the last kid at 41. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yes. And my, it's funny, my 20-year-old my 20 just came home from Japan and he wrote a note to me. He says, dear mom, thanks for not adopting the Chinese baby. Because that was going to be my third child. Oh, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I was like, uh-oh, what oh happened there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, no. So I don't know how we got off it, but life and lifestyle and fitness and beauty and family, and it kind of all goes together. Well, it, it does, actually. And, and what's interesting is as I began writing this book, I did go into it without answers. I thought I had them. Yeah. In some cases, I was right. right. Some cases, I was wrong. In some cases, I was clueless. But So you can say that you weren't right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. About several things. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's everything from alcohol to meditation to mind-body connection. Let's go back to alcohol. Uh, do you drink or not drink? I do now. <laughs> I drink. Oh, <laughs> like I didn't drink much, right? Um, because from a weight loss perspective, mm -hmm. right, it's terrible for weight loss. Oh come on! It's, I weight loss. You're not trying to lose weight. I am Wait. trying to lose weight. No, I always try to lose weight, and no. I like to drink. You're great weight. No, you're healthy. You look I, very healthy. I would me. like less fat. Oh my god! Okay, look. I want your abs. But I have been drinking now, okay. and um, it's what, what do you drink? Wine? Or okay, so here's here's what you should drink when you drink, okay. right? Because remember, we do want to mitigate the negative side effects because everything yeah. has its good and its right. bad points. Uh -huh. Hence, the conflicting information on the right. internet. Why you need to look at the entire picture. So, too much alcohol, right? Excessive drinking leads to ovarian cancer or 
can contribute. Ovarian cancer, breast cancer, um, bad for the liver. Uh, we, we know all this stuff. Dehydrates yeah. you. Okay, fine. Now, drinking up to, they say, two drinks a night, which I, I was like, that's just too much. 14 drinks a week. I can't get behind it. I got... I said, like, let's cut this in half and say six to eight drinks a week, right? So, we're again, we're trying to mitigate yep. the bad stuff that's not mm-hmm. good and maximize the good yep. stuff. No more than two to three drinks at a time because oh, binge no, three, drinking. Threes is too much. You and I, I are little, though. I could do two. I could do two as well. Yeah. Like, two one's not enough. One. I could do a one and a half. I could do two uh, and yeah. a half. Yeah. And then okay. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so dark- vodka or tequila. I believe it or not, Neither. you really want to go with vodka and tequila are fine. Yeah. But you to get the best benefit, you want dark alcohols like red wine, whiskey, and dark beer. I don't think I'll ever have a second whiskey. Maybe I should try that. It's the it's the Just, antioxidants and the yeah. polyphenols. Huh. What about uh, the dark tequila? And the mezcal. I just read an article and mezcal like actually burns fat. No, that's not true. <sighs> damn it. It's actually God totally untrue. I saw that. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I addressed that one ages. It's uh. a complete shit. But with that said, what alcohol does do is it helps keep your liver primed, an enzyme in your liver. Um, that, of course, remember, we're talking about liver being our detoxer. We want to keep that healthy and strong. Um, it's like a car that doesn't get driven if you drink a little bit. It keeps this enzyme going in your liver and your liver functions better. It helps to remove amyloid plaques associated with so Alzheimer's. So why don't you have a whiskey company? It's not a bad idea. No. Because no one has done that. No, no, no. No, because no, no fitness person has ever come out and said, yes, not you don't drink a lot, but this is how you do drink because everyone drinks and everyone wants to know it. Yeah. So I, I think it's a stand that hopefully we'll be here in a year and you're gonna come here and promote Drink my whiskey? Yeah. Hell exactly. yeah. All right, I'm gonna work on it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And so what do you think about chirotherapy? Is that how you say it? Cryo. Oh, cryotherapy, yeah. the freezing thing. The freezing thing. thing. No, no, or you like jump in the whole thing. Oh about- yeah, no, I looked at it. I mean like yeah. For what? Fat burning? No. Or muscle something? Um, what's cold going to do? Cold is going to help with inflammation. Yeah. So if, you've, if you're like a crazy ass athlete, sure. Have you ever tried it? That those... I'd rather be dead. Oh, I, I, I did. I did it. I did it for 10 times. I didn't notice any difference. It's like but for, no, of course you didn't. It's total bullshit. Unless yeah. you're, and again. People swear by it. No. Athletes swear no. by it. Athletes are athletes right. though. Yeah. They have extreme, there's too much physical stress. So... Stress, right, which is a point in the book, is how do we make stress work for us instead of against us? Fitness is stress. We need to be strategic about our fitness. They're extreme with their fitness, which is inherently bad. So their inflammation markers, which is another one of the six keys, are going to be elevated at a level that is not good. So cryotherapy would help with inflammation. Without taking non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, they're really, really bad for your liver and your kidney and so on. So yes, as an extreme athlete, sure, whatever have at it hyperbolic chambers i did it to heal an injury once noticed zero difference with that said for the average bear it's wasting money and it's physically uncomfortable and you could be spending the money and the energy doing things that are far more effective well i love your no nonsense approach and i always ask all my guests if there's one thing that people listening could do that would change their life according to jillian michaels the one thing that they could do that's going to change their life Honestly, I would say trust your gut and use your common sense because that, I mean, that should handle your cryotherapy, keto, celery juice, like 
All that bullshit should not pass the gut check test. Common sense. I love it. I love it. And I know this book's going to get on that bestsellers list. You've got how many books altogether? Uh, I think that's my ninth. Your ninth. Me too. I have nine books. How many books of yours have been on the bestsellers list? Like eight. Okay. So (laughs) I'm taking bets now. We're going for for the ninth. So Oprah, if you're here, figure out how you can help. Okay. Um, So where could everybody find you? I mean, the book is everywhere. And where can people find you and your hundred million... People that you reach across the platforms, million. yeah. But still, I gotta well, add up all look mine. At, like between yeah. all the platforms, yeah. VipFusion and the app yeah. and the newsletter yeah. and the socials and the podcast, like yeah, it's that's pretty it. cool. So, it's pretty in the so, uniques to the website. And so all where that should stuff. people be looking? Um, I mean, look, you can get my my app. Is what I would say is try yeah. the app. Like I even have the six keys diet and fitness program in the app built in, right? So you can do a seven day free trial. If you don't like it, cancel. And it's only a few bucks a month. It's like a dollar a week if you do it through january it's like next to nothing okay. try it jillianmichaels.com you get the book anywhere yay it was so <laughs> much fun thanks for thanks, coming nice I appreciate to see you. it my sister's gonna be pissed my husband's gonna be pissed <laughs> oh, wow. what the hell that was jillian michaels and she showed me her abs make sure you check out her new book if you really want to make some changes definitely check out her app and she's a woman that knows how to make your body look better. And that's it for this episode of Long Story Short. If you like the show, tell a friend. Also, rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for me, email them to askbobbybrown at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram at justbobbybrown and let me know who you'd like me to interview, anything else you want to see. Thanks for listening. This is Long Story Short with Bobby Brown, a Gallery Media Group production. Mm-hmm.